2: hello did i make
3: it (laughs) hello fightful faithful i don't know welcome to the 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 tuesday thing that uh makes me hate my life oh wait no i was really bad that's a bad idea for me to i'm i'm so bad at these introductions kate can you help
2: hello fightful faith wow apparently i can't hello fightful faithful thank you so much for joining us it is july 5th this is your Tuesday night NXT post-show slash weird variety hour slash whatever the heck we're doing over here. Tonight's show is brought to you by Blue Chew and Magic Spoon. I'm Kate Hensler. Your host is over here. His name's Alex Pulaski. My camera fell literally a second before we went on and I caught it. Oh, boy. How we doing, Alex?
3: Uh, Not great. You know, just everything. Everything. Not great.
2: Perhaps would you like to gab about it?
3: Let's gab about the gab.
2: Let's gab,
0: um,
3: That's the thing. How how the hell are you gonna have a a a, a play called the gab and not have the ghoul himself wrestle on the show? It's, well, we
2: don't. He might be injured. I know, right? Uh, but I, want, I get
3: it. But, but and is st- it a
2: play? I, it's, it's
3: not. It's night. not. It's just just a laugh. It's, there's no nothing premium it's about it.
1: Laugh. It's just
3: just a live event. It's not even. It's not even. There's nothing premium about it. Um, <laughs> I uh, I, uh, I I I hope I don't. I don't hope. I feel like he's he's outgrown this place already. But if he's still around next year when they do this, and he's healthy, he needs to insist they instead they, they call it the Italian American Bash. I I'm, I'm I will never get over this. This is my obsession. It's either the North American, Italian-American championship, or it's the Italian-American bash. Um, I mean,
2: why not both?
3: Yeah. Um, hey, ladies
2: and gents, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats at humperchats.com. Mm-hmm. Send in your messages via naughty bits on Twitch. That's what I'm calling them now. Uh, because I, I'm just over here gabbing, Alex. That's what I'm doing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, I love, I love Gemini season. It's not a play. It's just a, it's just an L. Uh, it is. nothing premium or eventful. Just take that L NXT. Um, I, I saw things floating around, uh, yesterday or earlier in the, the weekend of an eight match card. Uh, with all these things on it that we didn't see tonight and I was like it's eight eight matches is too many to have on this card that you'll in
2: two hours you'll yeah. you run out of
3: time um and also i I like uh I hadn't even heard that these matches have been had been um announced yet and it turns out they hadn't been uh because they didn't happen tonight so I guess there's no point in bringing it up but you know me, I can't stop myself from from talking about stuff that that makes me go what um uh so
2: as of this moment we have yeah. two super chats and they are about mm-hmm. aw they're yes. about daddy magic's uh yep. promo yep. so that's how yep. that's how bashful tonight's show is it's yep. so bashful it's made mm-hmm. people not want to share their chats because they're so um
3: <laughs> i get you i get you saying there bashful that's good pick
2: it up what i put but- down
3: Yes. I mean, it took me a while. It was laying on the floor for a long time before I was able to pick it up. (laughs) You put it down and backed away from it and were like pointing at it, and I was like, I don't know what this... Oh, a pun. Thank you. Um, Paul Elizabeth says, Team Kalex, Sir Pringle, the Council of Marks, and SGS are the antidote for NXT. Guys,
2: my dad's been watching NXT for three weeks and he's sick of it.
3: (laughs) Somebody needs their their, their... An antidote is needed. Somebody's got to be the antidote because it's it's right now it's, it's poison. It is it's poison for my brain.
2: And it's me yeah. and it's the Sour Grab Society yeah. and it's Linda. and it's Sheeler and yeah. it's Nathan Fraser who was not on the show tonight.
3: Um, Well, was, wasn't he at the, the, the pool party slash barbecue being thrown by double vest in the beach. Um, there was an opening segment that was a pool party fe- featuring everybody who wasn't on the card. Like right. Indy Hartwell and and Nikita Lyons were like throwing a football back and forth or something from three feet away from each other, while is it Quincy Elliott, the very big uh, rotund black fellow who only wrestles on level up, was talking trash uh, on behalf of Mandy Rose, which was an odd it's an odd flex, um, and and also. Uh, double vest and the beach are there obviously it's their party um but the beach is is watching girls jumping up and down in the pool and he's carrying a red pool noodle and as he watches girls jump up and down the pool noodle goes erect and uh, double vest is horrified by all of this as was i because it appears to be that not just, not just um, the beach is entranced by uh, boobs, but it appears to be that they think that their entire audience is like, oh wow, boobs, like it's a concept that we hadn't considered yet. Like it's, I don't know, nineteen ninety seven, and everybody watching the show is twelve years old. Like it's the attitude era, like. Like, it's, I don't, if you're, if you are enthralled by a woman wearing a bikini to the point where your pool noodle goes erect, I think that there's a problem that you have. And you don't actually live in this time period, but that's. just me.
2: Alex, I have a problem. Do you want to know what my problem is? Mm. It's that it's too early in
1: the show
2: to run an ad. But my God, if there were ever a more perfect segue. Yes, yeah. I don't know, guys. I mean, do you have a problem with your pool oh. noodles? <laughs> do you have a red pool noodle that you need a little bit of blue help with? Because I can't not
3: no, do the can't. ad. You, you can't not do the it's ad. It's
2: an erect pool noodle,
4: an, the pool noodles The pool noodle is erect.
2: So before I play the most obvious ad segue in the world that I didn't even have to work for, which I appreciate, mm-hmm. um... I was walking my dog during the intro of the show. And so I got in like 10 minutes late and Uh we turned it on. And I, on the commercial break, was like, well, let me go back to my phone and catch up on what I missed. And this was what I missed.
3: (laughs) (laughs) This opening segment brought to you by boobs.
2: Brought to you by boobies. Um, But let's be honest. Some people's pool noodles are just always going to be a little like wet and soggy. You know what I mean? And they need a little help and a little mm-hmm. love from our friends at Blue Chew. And heck if Sean Ross Saps not here to tell you all about it.
0: Is your penis soft? Is it difficult to get hard? Do you have issues with sexual performance? Do you have issues with sexual confidence? Blue Chew.com code fightful gives you your first shipment of Blue Chew for free. It will help you get a harder, stronger erection. It will make you more confident in your sexual performance. You take an online questionnaire. You work with an online physician. You don't wait in line at the pharmacy. You don't wait in line at the doctor's office. It's prepared and shipped direct in a discrete package. That way, nobody knows that you are getting blue chew in order to make your penis erect. Blue chew and the code fightful get you your first shipment free if you want an erect penis. I'm going to end the ad now.
2: So there you go for all your pool noodle
3: yeah. needs. <laughs> you know, sometimes uh, sometimes when you, when you when you get out of the pool, I've heard there may be some shrinkage and maybe if you took the blue chew ahead of time it wouldn't wouldn't, that wouldn't happen i don't know if that's actually accurate
2: i don't know you would have to go to bluechew.com yep and read all about it there and use the cold Fightful while you're out there
3: yeah um (sighs) yeah uh i couldn't not
2: do it guys i'm sorry to hit you with an ad that early but no
3: listen i mean it it had to happen
2: when god gives you a segue
3: yeah take the segue right um so, uh, J.W. Pringle says, Alex is right. Everything sucks. Except the SCS, Kate and her bangs, Pope Papa Elizabeth, you mensch, Alex himself, the Council of Marks, and all the rest of you people. Papa E, stop watching. It's so bad. Yeah, Pop- Papa e, <laughs> oh, he e, stop watching. Will. As
2: soon as my apartment's fixed, he's out. He'll watch this. Because like uh-huh. many of our friends here at the Sour Grab Society,
3: uh-huh. he
2: doesn't watch the show, but he tunes in for this.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jerry Pringle, like, what, what, what's the, oh, oh, like, like meatballs and, and porkies and all these other things. He says, uh, seems like someone really misses 80s movies that didn't age well. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, uh, 65 boobs. year
2: old men writing and creative
3: too. Boobs. Boobs. Um, uh,
2: but, you know, at least it's not like there's been like a financial sex scandal in the company ah. of recent, like, currently under investigation from an old man ah. who's proving all this creative.
3: Yeah, I'm sure I would have heard something about it in the Wall Street Journal if that was the case. <laughs> um, uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what's
2: worse, this or Otis puking in the ring 70 I, times I, yesterday? I, I was, tell us in the chat. If you watched I, Raw yesterday, tell us what's worse. Yeah. Erect pool noodle... Or Oda's puking hot dog and it being replayed several times. Right. Your
3: thoughts. uh, Ode to Fast Times at Ridgemont High tonight or Ode to Stand By Me last night. (laughs) Which 80s movie (laughs) that Vince somehow saw for the first time this past weekend uh, offended you the most? Uh, Nurguru says, Hey, Kate, you look beautiful. Just wanted to toss that out there. Bags are are on point. As always, respectively. Gab was mid at best. or the GAB was M-I-D at best. There you go. Um, (laughs) Nathan DePaul, it's very true, says, First time I watched in a while. Phil Lindsay really nailed this when he called it MTV Undressed (laughs) 2.0. It really is MTV Undressed 2.0.
2: Phil is a gem, and Uh he is a part of Grapsody on Saturdays, which you guys should check out Uh if you Uh haven't already
3: uh joey castro says one day i hope to look as good as kate Banns look tonight sgs forever
2: guys i was so self-conscious about my bangs yesterday and so i straightened them today to make sure that they were on fleek and i just appreciate everybody noticing and sending us money about
3: it <laughs> did you just drop an on fleek in <laughs> casual conversation are my bangs not on fleek alex <laughs> I mean, is anything still on fleek? I thought that was like 2018. Am I, am I, am the I, The opening I am of
2: this show was from 1992. <laughs> I'm very hip and current in NXT world. Thank you very much.
3: Touche. <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: Look, Heather, who has nice hair, who from the first time she ever joined us and chatted, I said has nice hair, is yeah. complimenting my whole head of hair. Yeah. Thank you, Heather.
3: Um... Yeah, uh, Ryan Sullivan. You know who
2: uses the word on fleek? Is that Linder, I bet.
3: Oh, hold on. I got to get the bifocals. Listen, there was a while that I thought that I was on fleek. And then I was told that I was not on fleek. But I insisted the fleekness was with me and how I was on it. I was on the fleekness. You were. And they, they, they told me that I was no longer on fleek anymore. So I
2: mean I think your glasses are very on fleek right now.
3: Apparently apparently the kids don't say that no more. Apparently this is like twenty fifteen. I don't know. I mean I, I I I feel like I am personally on fleek at all times.
2: Guys much more modern than an erect pool noodle. Okay.
3: That's, that's true. Jeez. These things are all graded on a couch.
2: Kate's going to use Fetch next. I will. I will use Fetch. I will keep trying to make Fetch happen as long as they keep trying to make horny NXT happen. How about that? Uh, How do you like them apples?
3: Was there a show tonight we should review at any <laughs> point? So. I honestly, I don't know.
2: I don't know. The women's I... tag sales, They changed hands. It was a yeah. good match. This was actually a very good match.
3: Um, <laughs> Bill Alphabet... Alpha Alpha Bill says, my wife is working from home due to her broken toe. So sorry about your wife's broken toe. Had to explain why there was a man with soulless eyes on my screen talking about erect penises. <laughs> yeah. You know what
1: I
2: appreciate about that ad?
3: Mm.
0: Is that
2: Sean doesn't blink at all. And the one time he does, he stops talking. Right? He's like, no, I'm going to get through all of the speaking pieces of this without blinking.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, Special was at the barbecue. Uh, it was Quinn McKay's NXT debut. I don't even know who that is.
2: Quinn Thank McKay, you. uh, is Kelly Kincaid, I think, doing backstages on oh. Level Up. But she was a huge piece of Ring of Honor for a very long time. She, in my oh, opinion, is okay. fantastic. Okay. She's delightful. Fine.
3: Chamla Valley says, just keep Vince away from real genius. Yes, don't do that. That would be bad. That's, yeah, I believe. If I, was that not, was that not the Val Kilmer spoof movie thing where he was, uh, there were Nazis in it, I think. It was supposed to be a joke, but I don't know if it was all that funny. Um, anyway, what was happening? Um,
1: the opening <laughs> match.
3: Was the women's tag team title title With the, with the humpertat of the cinch. Linder and Sheeler are double glasses in the bangs. <laughs> that's it, you know, we could win those things.
2: We could win those NXT tag titles, you and me. We,
3: we could. Well, listen, the NXT UK tag titles are just putting those on anybody. So
2: that's what I'm saying. We could that's, go. Well, but we could go on a girls' trip to London.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> It's Flow Man says, I'll never not pop for Cora Jade skating approximately three feet and then falling off, picking up her tiny little skateboard and running around ringside to high-five five fans while carrying said skateboard.
2: Just don't um, skateboard, man.
3: Okay. Nazi spoof was top secret. Great, Real genius was Val Kilmer in college. See, I... I yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I was. I got my. I got my. My early Val Kilmer comedies mixed up. Excuse me. How dare you? Um. Hey. Uh. This is good. Uh. Toxic Attractions no longer has all the belts. So that's, yes, that's, and it was a good match. Was a, it was a good little match. Um. Uh. Uh. The the thing that was when when you know when your heel commentator has jumped the shark when blatant cheating occurs right in front of him. And he's upset at the ref for, for seeing it.
2: I caught that too.
3: And I was like, like, uh, I I'm fine with like the, the heel commentator, like having the back of, of the heels in most situations. But um, Mandy Rose pulled the ref out of the ring while, as the ref was about to count three. And then the ref ejected her and Wade Barrett went apoplectic. Like he just like, no, you can't do that how dare you do that to Mandy Rose? And it's just like, okay, well you've now you jumped the shark as a color as a, as a heel commentator for me, but
2: yeah, no, that doesn't uh, make sense. You're supposed to justify the cheating, not blame the ref in in right. that scenario. Um, yeah. But I did like pretty much everything in this, except there was a, a really bad camera angle slash spot where, uh, Miss mm. Roxanne did not land her double drop kick, not even close. Um
3: uh, th- there was another one that was bad was a, a a a combination missile drop kick from the top by Cora Jade and a russian leg sweep by Roxanne. And Cora Jade came nowhere near kicking J.C. Jane. Um and they called it out on commentary. I don't know if they got all the drop kick um but it was just that
2: might have been what i I think that's what i was thinking uh,
3: yeah yeah okay you know yeah it's fine um Uh,
2: i've been documented on here as many a time as saying that i don't believe anybody is special outside mm -hmm. of their work ethic um i don't think that anybody is like people might be more inclined to things but the idea that you're born with a gift is something that pisses me off when people say because it undercuts people's hard work Roxy makes me question that a little oh. bit. Roxy <laughs> and it probably is because of her hard work, but she is a a special special talent. Um they seem to understand what they have in her so far. I'm hoping that she also beats Mandy Rose and that she's there's like this mini two woman power trip situation before Cora inevitably turns heel. Um but I she just she's great. She has move execution and the in-ring storytelling ability and she just is herself the entire time in it i think she has looked outstanding since she's come in i feel like i think she's like 20 years old maybe 19 the sky's the limit for her um and i just am excited to see somebody that we know has something special also getting booked to look strong and appear valuable in what they're doing so that is refreshing I do think it makes Toxic Attraction look extremely weak because they only defended the titles like three times over the course mm-hmm. of their entire reign, and they got beat by two people that are just best friends and not a tag team. So it makes wow. you look very weak. I do wonder if they're going up to the main roster um, now that they've lost and if Mandy ends up losing.
3: This is the thing that, I, uh, that I'm that i like... My whole thing with with, with, um, with Mandy... And the rest of Toxic Attraction having all the belts, is it did feel like it was one story. So often it was like uh whoever Mandy was facing um would get a partner and faced the GG and JJ right along the way. It was just one story in the women's division, it was just one story, and there was all this other stuff that happened in the lower mid-car, but there was you have these tag titles. If the champions are separate from the main champion, the singles champion, then you get to have two championship storylines going on at the same time. It always felt like there was one or maybe like one and a half. Um, So now that you've put the tag titles on Roxanne um, and Cora, I kind of don't want Roxanne to beat Mandy, even though I really wanted Roxanne to beat Mandy up until tonight, because I want those titles to be as far away from each other as possible. And the idea that Roxanne would be holding both of them means that by definition, now there's just one top story in the women's division. And there could be at least two. And I would would prefer more of the stories than less than of the stories.
2: That is fair. It's just hard because they're usually poorly told stories.
3: Mm. But
2: if Cora is going to turn on Roxy, her having the singles title and a tag title is a good motivator for her to do it. Like Cora Jade could go on this. I've been waiting so long to be a champion and my best friend comes in here and we're champions together and she still winds up me that son of a bitch. And then they end up dropping the tag titles. Um, you could do a long burn with that too. You could have them <clears throat> like, you know, Roxy is just like distracted and always has one foot out the door on the tag stuff. Cause she's also the women's champion. So but I understand what you're saying, is that it was all tied up in this one group, and now you're then tying it up in these two competitors. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. It could be Nikita. It very well could. And you can't call up Toxic Attraction if there's no main roster women's tag titles, right? So my assumption is, if they're getting called up, you have something to do with them on the main roster, which would probably involve an entire reboot of the, the women's tag title picture.
3: Yeah. Um, I don't honestly. I don't. I don't know what they're. I'm gonna have to wait until SummerSlam before I before I see what their what their probably awful plans are for the women's division on SmackDown. Um, uh, so I don't know where where exactly where you would put them, but we'll see. Um, the backstage interview was like as cringe as cringe gets. Like I've been waiting so long to be a champion here. Like, I'm sure it feels that way to you, Cora, because you're a baby. But like, there are people who were, were in NXT for years and, years and years and years and years and years and never got to be champ. Um, and, and so it's weird that you're like, I've been here for like seven months and it's been so long. I don't know how long she's been there, but it does not feel like she's been there long enough to be able to be like, I've been waiting for this moment for literally ever. And well, I'm Alex, so glad you... I, I got to do it with my best friend. Oh, yeah. Also, you're uh, my best friend. We are best friends. I love this girl. And I love this girl. The best friendzing. That's what we call ourselves. The
2: only best friends in wrestling are in a different company. Okay. It's Chuck Taylor and Trent. Um, and, yeah, I mean, how many times are we going to play out the best friend trope? It's yeah. Nauseating and often. But what I think you fail to realize is that she's been waiting her whole life for this moment, Alex. It's not just the time she's been in NXT. Right. It's been her whole life.
3: It has been this her whole is life.
2: All they've ever wanted as best friends and individuals.
3: Thanks yeah. oh, so uh, l- Listen, uh, I see people in, I see someone in the chat saying they're real life best friends. Yeah, I get it. But I'll also bet in real life, they don't go around telling everybody they interact with hey we're best friends she's my best friend and she's my best friend we're best friends
2: remember these
3: memories we once had as best friends (laughs) remember that one time there was that thing oh my god that was so bad anyway best friends um yes
2: I'm gonna do that this entire show about you and me Hey, um, everyone in the chat, Alex is my best friend. She
3: is my best friend.
2: We my have so many friend. memories here on the NXT post show. Remember that time we dressed up in crazy outfits? And that other time we dressed up in crazy outfits? I should do. Best friend of mine.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, my my, I'm best friends with you voice is very close to uh, the Canadian prime minister from Smouth Park. Hey, buddy. <laughs> You're my best friend, buddy. <laughs> I'm not your buddy, pal. <laughs> not I'm your friend. I'm not your pal, guy. <laughs> what is it? I'm not your buddy, pal. He's not your friend, buddy.
2: Oh God, Alex, you and I are just making memories right now. Just making
3: we're not making <laughs> memories. Remember that time where we quoted South Park?
2: Oh my God! Seconds ago, you mean? Great times. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Anyway. Skateboard, what skateboard.
3: Um, uh, so, yes. Um, uh, Jada Pringle says, but Alex, Mandy has brown hair, lest you forget. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's true. I forgot about that. Um,
2: Look, uh, bangs are a personality trait. Yeah. Hair color, not as yeah. much.
3: Um. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> I don't know why my best friend voice was like a 1920s typewriter I salesperson. I don't
3: know. But here we are uh ryan lambert (laughs) says a heel cora goes from a skater to an nwo biker oh no a a heel cora doesn't skate just like just like she takes away
2: her skateboarding just
3: like heel Shotzi doesn't drive the tank that's right because that would be too cool.
2: All you people want to see me skateboard for two feet.
3: (laughs) I have been practicing and I actually got really good, but you people don't deserve to see me skate. You don't deserve my wheelies
2: and my other skateboard tricks.
3: Yep. Um, (laughs) Heel Cora rollerblades. That's such a heel move.
2: (laughs) She was a roller girl. She said, move over, girl. <laughs> oh, Alex, we're best friends. What happened next on the show? <laughs>
3: um, uh, I'm just going to read the most of these things. Um, Harry T. Casey says, Cora's heel turn is so inevitable, if only because neither of the delivery of best friends is convincing. I mean, it is funny because they are best friends, but they've been told when you say it, say it so nobody could possibly believe it's true. And I, I just don't think that's the best way of doing it, Alex. They don't
2: even have necklaces that half says "best" and then the other person has one and says "friends." Yeah. Then yeah. you can't be best friends unless you have those necklaces. Like
3: you, you have the the like the heart that like
2: yeah with the jagged better. little k-
3: k- yeah yeah that's right. Um, we should get those because we're best friends. We should because because we're because we're best friends, buddy uh Nir, says i honestly think uh that if there were to be a new four horsewomen that cora and roxy would be in that group not sure of the two others but maybe inda and alba fire perhaps just wishful thinking at this point uh yeah that's not that's not going to be a thing unfortunately uh, um they don't they don't view it in that way and i think that that was the the, the first four horsewomen was kind of just because they were all so talented but also just kind of like Happened because you know, it, it, yeah, it's just it's not the same thing anymore. Um, yeah, that
2: came up organic. Yeah, like they all happened to be great and have different strengths. It came up at the same time. Like that was a whole bunch of circumstances.
3: Yeah, you you seem to have um, really upset somebody in the chat,
2: Ellie. <laughs> we are but i'm on screen right now and your best friend is sasha banks so don't pretend that i'm your best friend when i know it's sasha banks who's your best friend and tag partner for life and all the memories that you and sasha have there are pictures
3: uh-huh. um, Allie shot kid uh, 29 says uh, based on your reviews, i can't can tell if the virgin is the beach or wade at this point hashtag all about the bangs um yeah the 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 wade barrett weird uh thing with toxic attraction toxic attraction makes me
4: happy on a daily basis i think about toxic attraction and it makes me happy i'm Wade barrett
3: I'm like, okay
0: everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too
2: I'm afraid I have some bad news. Wait. Yeah. yeah. I go. got real tired.
3: Um, uh, NCB says, didn't watch the show. Love Team Kalex. Kalex, Kate's bangs are banging. Hashtag SGS life. See what um, happens
2: when I take a minute to straighten yeah. my bangs?
3: Yes. Money. Um, the pay window. Okay. So we have our one Tony D segment of the evening. Uh, Tony D standing there with, uh, with Stax. He says, last week I had to take care of some business. I had I had to take care of some business. There was a guy who broke my heart. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> if you want to know where Santos is, here's a picture of him on my phone that I took in his hotel room after I beat him up, which is there's a lot of holes in that, but I'm fine with it. Um <laughs> but I am fine with it. The
2: nitpickiest nitpicker, my best friend Listen, loves to pick nits.
1: <laughs> and
2: he loves Tony D so much. Yep. He just glosses right well, over all I, that. I'm
3: willing to 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 make the leap because I believe Tony D thought of that and then said to himself, "Okay. I I understand that it's not a hole in it because I uh, have a guy on the inside of the hospital and I paid this guy to take a photo of Santos and send it to me, text it to me because I would never go in there because that's the scene of the crime or whatever. Um, or he could, he could finger me to the, to the, uh, to the cops. He'd be like, Hey, this guy, this is the guy who did it. You know, don't, don't you look at me with the scans with the finger me. It's, it's a phrase. It's a common phrase used by criminals. Um, if but, I had the Blue Chew
2: ad now, I right.
3: would have played it now. <laughs> I, I love... My best friend. I, I love that we have... Um, that he says, as for the tree of you, the only one he has been putting in work is Electra. And I thought to myself for a second, when was the last time I saw Electra wrestle? Because, uh, silly me, I think it was a whole wrestling thing. And it turns out it is, but also not really. He says... Profits at the docks have been up 18%. And I was like, Holy shit, you put Electra in charge of the docks? That's you put Electra in charge of, of the docks. That's that's crazy. Um, he says, now the two of you's meaning of course uh, Cruz del Toro and Walking Wild. Um, the two of yous got one more chance, just one more chance to prove yourselves. And I said, Are you putting them in chan- in charge of the um the front that is a, that is actually a casino, but is but is in front actually an Italian restaurant, or um, the the fact that it's actually like it's it's waste management, but actually it's not. No, no, no. You have one more chance to prove yourselves by wrestling next week. So the way Electra Lopez proves herself is by increasing profits at the docks, but the way that Joaquin and Cruz prove themselves is by wrestling. Um, That's true. That is funny. Uh, that is funny.
2: I was hoping, but also not hoping that like, this is how Santos goes to the main roster. Like he gets whacked by Tony T up to the main roster, but he needs to bring everyone with him if he's doing that. And I'm not ready for the storyline to end.
3: Yeah. Um, I, but anyway, then we leave. He goes, okay, they leave. And then Electra says, somebody call and make sure he's okay meaning meaning Santos escobar so um all right that's fine but
2: you know um, why they would do that
3: why would they do that
2: because they're best friends
3: it's true yeah um <laughs> jim pringle says every time tony d segments and i want to hear the curse splash as as we fade to black <laughs> luis polito says finger me daddy ass we have fun here we do we have too much fun there's just too much fun being happy um a spin the final spinal pine says remember the time we talked remember we remembered both of you talking like south park canadians those are the best times buddy the show buddy. we're best friends um (laughs) um so uh there was a promo for the yes boys Yes, um, there was. And, and they say that, that Essex is the... Everyone thinks of Paris as the prime location for fashion, but actually it's Essex. All right. And they also don't like uh, Double Bust in the Beach, which, no you know, bro- joined the club. Also, they're like, oh, there's that girl who's with them. Don't forget there's three of them now. Uh, there's that girl we don't like, Fallon. Um, they should just start... They, they would be perfect for calling her horse girl. They like would. We, should, we, we, should send, we should send send word through all of our back channels to all the people we know who watch us in NXT. And we should tell them to tell the yes boys to start calling her horse girl. Okay. I think I think it'll work. I think it'll, I work. Think it'll work too. I think it'll work.
2: And I hope that Fallon Henley goes like this. I hope she says take it up with my horse lawyer. I'm sorry. My horse best friend. Player. My horse,
3: my best friend, my best friend who happens to be a horse, horse, who happens to have a law degree.
2: Yes. Nailed it. There you go.
3: Um. Uh, Shaka29 asks, curious, uh, are Odyssey Jones and Zoe Stark still hurt? Uh. Yes. Um they they both that they tore up their knees. They're gonna be back. They're gonna be it's gonna be a while, unfortunately.
2: And I think not fightful select, which you should subscribe to for just five dollars a month because it's the best value in wrestling news. But I think regular old Fightful has information on that type of stuff. Yeah. For
3: yeah.
4: Yep.
2: You. you can yep. always check there.
3: So next week, I think, or maybe not next week, at some point we're getting the Yes Boys versus Double Vest in the Beach for the NXT UK tag titles. Yes, Kate. You do you think
2: they'll... <laughs> with Kate, the girl on the mm-hmm. side of the screen? Mm-hmm. Do you think... Well, most importantly, do you think that Pretty Deadly are best friends? And two, mm-hmm. do you think that they'll just win the tag titles back? Like, was that just to give a boost to Double Vest in the beach real quick to be like, let's make them feel important because we don't really have a ton Tra- for them.
3: Transitional champs to the actual UK guys? Yeah. Becoming UK champs again? Yeah.
0: Probably.
2: I think so too, right? Like, And I actually don't hate that because I feel like it would have been too dizzying to go right to Pretty Deadly because it would be yeah. like wait, they just lost the US ones and they were holding yeah. the UK ones for so long. Like, I actually don't hate that move.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: But do hey, think they're best friends? Um, uh,
3: uh, probably.
2: Seem it. They
3: I mean, it. probably. Good probably. for them. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know. I'd have to see them say this boy is my best friend. No, this boy is my best friend. And see if I believe them when they say it. That's the real truth. You know? Okay. Yes. Um,
2: I just want you uh, to know you're mine. You're
3: my right. best friend. And you're my best friend. And therefore, everyone knows because we're so truthful when we say it. But you said something like something like uh, something that we don't like or something I wouldn't. Oh, that's something that I wouldn't hate. And I said, well, she's speaking of something that I did hate, uh, Trick Williams beat Wesley Um, and I, um, this is a, this is, this is rough because this is the best showing for trick Williams. They did something interesting with his character. I actually liked, um, this subterfuge of bringing out the two water bottles. One of which has water, which we, which we, um, established throughout the match whenever he asks for the water in like the boxing water bottle that you squirt into your mouth thing, um, one of them is always the one he drinks out of. And the other one um, Carmelo gives him and he squirts all over his, his taped fists. Um, And, uh, and that one has rubbing alcohol in it. And then he like rubs his fists all over uh, Wesley's face, uh, causing him to go blind, causing him to lose to the slowest, cyclone spin kick I've ever seen. Um, But Wesley makes everybody look great. So he makes trick Williams look great. So there are a lot of things in there. I really liked and I hate them using it here on Wesley because I just want to, I just want to root for Wesley. And the problem with that is that they seem to think that if a guy is undersized, the only way that we'll ever root for him is if they book him to lose like, I don't know, seven out of nine matches. And I, oh, now we really want to see him win because because he loses all the time. And and that's that's just not how it works. I don't want to root for a loser. I want to root for a winner. I want to root for a guy who somehow wins in the face of being much smaller than his opponent. That's the guy I, I root for. I don't want to root for the guy who loses, <clears throat> even though it's obvious that the other guy had to cheat to beat him. I just can you just book a small guy to win matches? Is that like, is that the, is that an impossible thing? Yes, It, it, it is like, it is an impossible thing. It's, it's a rhetorical question. Thank you. You knew exactly where I was going with this. Cause our best friends. What was your best friends? Um, I, 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 I just, I want, I want the world for Wesley. Cause I think he's really friggin talented. And I think he got screwed at, you know, he got put a terrible position earlier this year and I want to see him succeed. And I don't want to watch any more of his matches now if this is how you're going to book him and that sucks yeah
2: so when chris williams came out as with like the the box and get up on i was like this is bad cuz he doesn't even know what sport he's supposed to be in yeah this is terrible um and like you i hated the ending but i had mixed feelings on the match itself there was nothing in this other than a really slow cyclone kick, really, for for Trick. Um, I did like that Carmella was out there, and it is it was a creative thing to do. Like, I haven't seen that in wrestling, and whenever I see something I haven't seen in wrestling before, I have an appreciation for that, as long as it's something good that's creative and exciting and not bad. And I felt like this fell into that category. I will... Be more okay with it if Wes is the one to actually dethrone Carmelo. Like if this yeah. is his path to him, and he ends up winning.
1: No.
2: Um, but it's also like, hey, you you lost to my side piece. Why should you be facing Carmelo? Right. I guess it, the cheating it, gives you the the out is, for that. But it is
3: the thing. The thing of it is, is that this just prolongs things, and they're they're really bad. Uh, they're bad at everything, honestly, but they're really bad at telling long stories with multiple chapters because it doesn't seem like they know what the hell they're doing. And so now Wesley has to get his win back versus Trick Williams. we got to see another one of those matches. Presumably he wins the next time he faces Trick Williams. If he loses again, it's all over. Like you can yeah. forget about it. I don't yeah. care if he wins the third match. Like he's got to win the next match was Trick Williams, and then he's got to get his shot versus Carmelo. He'll probably lose the first time versus Carmelo with some more chicanery. Then they'll get like a cage match, so Trick Williams will be barred from ringside or something, and then maybe he'll beat Carmelo. But I was hoping we'd get Wesley versus Carmelo for the SummerSlam show, and it looks like that ain't happening. So I don't know how long I got to wait for Wesley to beat Carmelo and become the new North American champion which is the thing that I hope we're building to. I mean, what, December? Like, I don't know how long they take to tell stories now. It's just, like, ridiculous.
2: I also don't know. It's just such a weird thing because they could also just call Wesley up tomorrow and do whatever they want with him. And because the main roster is in such a weird spot, I feel like that could be possible at any time. I also thought there were going to be call-ups around Royal Rumble that didn't happen, though. So what do I know? But...
4: No one was
2: um, any. Wesley, I really liked his selling in general tonight, but the alcohol spot felt like very realistic and good. Like yeah. that goes one of two ways and it went the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he versus Carmelo will be great. I don't really mind this pit stop there and it made trick look more useful, but, uh, yeah, just like Wesley shouldn't be losing but at least it, like it wasn't clean it was somewhat protected so yeah. i'll take that
3: yeah um yeah i mean and and then we saw later that immediately there's there's nothing you know there's immediately there's a continuation of this uh going forward so there you right. go um <laughs> um I, I i don't even know what this is from Aaron H. says, You are my worst enemy. If I'd had a normal life, I might have been a, a Schopenhauer or a Dostoevsky. My God, I'm 47. If I live to be 60, I've got another 13 years. How can I live those 13 more years? What would it be like to start anew? Is that like from a Chekhov play? I think that's from a Chekhov play. Is that Uncle Vanya? It might be Uncle Vanya. Are, are people trying to stump me with 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 plays? Hey. With, I don't, Keep sending I don't know. your money in. Stump Alex. Yeah, do that. Stop, <laughs> stump me.
2: stump the um, Alex.
3: Mark Quill. Mark Quill says, "Are we best friends, Team Kalex? I hope we are." Mark Quill, you're my best friend. My best friend, buddy.
2: Mm. No, I'm just gonna need to hear it 47 more times okay, before I good. believe it.
3: All right, it's good. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, so this is um, if if they put the um the title on roxy um the the big title the 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 nxt women's championship i think that we already know who's taking it off of her and as tiffany stratton i i I, to me like i mean if that's the the route they go um unless they want to turn the key to heel and i feel like that's not the best way to do it um was I yeah, whatever I I I think Tiffany Stratton is uh, somebody they're going to be really behind. I wonder if she even sticks around in NXT long enough to yeah. become champ. She might be a main roster thing, like way earlier than we thought. Um, because I think the old man up there is going to immediately go like, "Okay, that's it. You're mine, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put you over." Like, I mean, I'm gonna put you all over all the faves that everybody else has on the main roster, and you're going to be my new thing. Um, uh, the, the Wendy Chu st- starting the whole thing with Wendy Chu coming out there and throwing um, powder in her face in the makeup chair. Uh, and then the brawl starting backstage during the commercial break and picture in picture before they even get to the ring. And this is where I had technical difficulties. Like my DVR just didn't tape the whole match from the time they got in the ring to like, um, like right before the finish. I didn't see any of it. Uh, so was it a long match? I had no, I have no concept of how far behind I was when my DVR was like, nope, we're just going to skip to live and you don't get to see anything else. So I have no idea what it was. It was,
2: um, it was a, I don't know how long it was. It definitely wasn't like a four minute match, but it wasn't like, it was probably like eight minutes would be my Mm -hmm. guess. Um. But it was it was good. The thing that impresses me more about Tiffany is that her ring IQ is progressing alongside her in ring ability, like yeah. from an execution standpoint, which is great to see. They told the story about Wendy Chu's left hand over and over again and repeatedly and tactfully, um, which I liked. I don't know if you saw the spot where she was oh, ripping that. off the acrylic nail, but they, I promise you that sh- shit hurts.
3: They, well, <laughs> okay, I will. I, uh, story time with Alex Pulaski, the former stage actor. Um, uh, when I was in grad school, I was in Shakespeare's The Tempest and I, uh, I played Caliban, which is one of those, one of those, uh, characters that all the great Shakespearean actors want to play someday, because on the page, you have no idea what he is. He's just described as a monster who looks different than anything else. Um, so I've, I've seen him played as like almost a fish man before, like with, like with gills, who's able to like walk on land, but really belongs in the water really crazy stuff. My director said, we want you to play him as a caveman. Um, a literal caveman, like ooga booga caveman. Um, but part of it, and it was really terrible. I regret doing everything. I hated, I hated playing the part. I wish, I wish I didn't, but I did. Part of the thing that they had for them, for the design was actual acrylic press on nails that had to be applied before every show that were like, I, I'm not kidding an inch and a half long. And I've never had nails like that, so I don't know how to. I don't know how to do the thing where like you people type like this because they can't do the thing. With, <laughs> I don't know how to do that, and I had to like pick things up off the ground while like doing this. And every night, because I didn't want to walk around with inch and a half nails going to class, because I was in grad school, I had to like add horrible f- like chemicals. To like try to suck them them off. So that I could peel them off. And it took an hour after every show. Just me sitting there trying to pull these things off. And I got impatient. Tried to rip them off. And it
2: hurts. It hurts really bad. It hurts if you have one that just breaks off by accident. It's awful. Um, But I have had them. And I looked great with them. And I typed and I texted. And I missed them. They are fantastic, um, but they're expensive. Um, but the point being, if somebody rips one off of if somebody pries one off your finger, yeah. that hurts right. bad. Yes. Also felt like a very Tiffany Stratton move, right? Like yes. that's something
3: well, yes, Teddy I mean, Daddy's girl, thing, girl is is it, does. Um it it is. It does hurt. And I feel like the person who's in charge of laying the match out probably doesn't know that and thinks it's hilarious that the match revolves around a broken nail. And I really I really I really hope I'm wrong um but uh it, it, it was yeah i saw the i saw the replay of it because it was i came in right at the finish and they showed the replay of that and like yeah that that would not feel great um no, it yeah.
2: sucks we also um you know it's good to see i would like to see her incorporate less acrobatic more hard-hitting stuff like i think i think it's harder to go the other way but like there's still no way that i buy that tiffany stratton defeats like an ivy nile or something um but i i it's nice to see somebody progressing rapidly in front of us and the ring smarts progressing alongside that i don't think it's an accident that her best match that we've seen so far was probably tonight and that it was with wendy chu like she just continues to be such a gift in the ring and i feel like she pulls out really 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 great performances from A lot of wrestlers like I feel like Mandy's better best match was probably with her or at least one of her better ones like she's just really 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 good and a great storyteller and um it's almost like a shame she makes this gimmick work because I want her to be taken seriously as a champion and as you pointed out she'll be a 17 time 24 7 champion on the main roster because they don't know how to make that work um but she is just an incredibly skilled in ring performer, and I think she
3: and and as far she as knows like,
2: how to hold someone's hand through a match without making it look like you're you're holding someone's hand.
3: And um, <laughs> Alpha Bill, I'm gonna I'm gonna get you. I swear to God, I'm gonna get you, Alpha of Bill. <laughs> um, uh, uh, so yeah, um, Wendy Chu. I mean, she's she's a little. She had a little um. uh, <laughs> A reference to Mei Yang sitting in the throne at one point, which is really great. Just she, she sat in the throne backstage and and uh, uh that was the, the thing that I, before the thing ended I was able to see her sit in the throne and then Wendy and then she's like looks over and goes hey! <laughs> that that was great. Um she's she's fantastic and uh and will never ever get her due in this company.
0: Yeah um, it's a shame
3: and, and it is weird to be like we think that she's a serious enough um, competitor to, um, to to put her in a match for the women's title. Like, I mean, I, well, nobody ever thought she was going to win it. But that's your job as the promoter to make us think she's got a chance to win it. And you never really did that. But I still enjoy watching her uh, perform. It's like, you got to do more with all that stuff.
2: Yeah. Agreed. And that's where the stuff with her and Dakota I thought was so great. Because there was, like, something kooky, but also grounded to play off of.
3: Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, <sighs> I miss Coda. <laughs> me too. Uh, Alpha Bill says, Alex, if, if we can, are we able to speak to Caliban? What do you think this is? You, 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 th- you think this is, uh, oh, inside the actor's studio? Like, this is not, we're <laughs> not We're not doing this. I don't need, this was. This was What's his uh, favorite word? 17, 17 years ago? So, yeah, no, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was, that was the thing that the, that the, like wanted more underbite. Like I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. I was captain caveman, but it's, the problem the problem was also was that I also, it was supposed to look like, like I had smeared mud all over my face. It looked like blackface. Um, and it's not, it, not great. No. And I, I raised, I raised all of these concerns. No, they were—they n- fell on deaf ears.
2: Yeah. Um, it kind of sounded like your Vince impression. <laughs> oh,
3: yep. There you go. It's just true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I won't make the comment that I'm thinking of. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh. <laughs>
2: i know what I, you meant I, because we're best friends
3: no i i will say at one point in 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 um at one point in the play caliban is incredibly accused of rape anyway so um the uh, uh hey what's that over there says uh suggest me or does tiffany stratton seem like a perfect fit for toxic attraction um uh, I
2: think it would be fun for them to feud.
3: I, I yeah, I mean, I, I I think she should, I think she should lead a mutiny, a la Finn Balor over Edge, and take over by her because she feels like she's right for that.
2: I don't think there's anything left for Toxic Attraction to do in NXT. Nah, I think it's time for them to go up if they're going to have a tag division.
3: Yeah. Uh, Orion Ben says, uh, "Yep, I was mad that I called Tiffany versus Wendy before. Yeah, it's just the way that it works. That's um, yeah, the way it works." Uh, here's a, here's another way that things work. Apollo Cruz just basically came out and said, "Yeah, that thing I was doing for the last year that was shit. It scared my kids." Yeah. <laughs> and they, yeah, I love I love that they made him come out and do uh, Prince of Wakanda uh, uh, gimmick, and uh, and then they had him say, "This is the real me." The other Apollo Cruz that you've seen before, the one who didn't speak like this um that guy was an impostor that was me pretending to be somebody i'm not this is the real me and that i did not forget that he said that they had him say that uh and then tonight i don't think it was lost on i shouldn't have been lost on anybody um that uh he he came out and he he said that my kids didn't like to watch he says, daddy that's not you like like i don't i don't i don't know how how like it, it, mm. It was good, some some good stuff. Um, I I I think that was the be- best part of this whole thing was him acknowledging that. Like, but now my my, my kids all together they stopped watching because they just couldn't want they didn't want to watch me be something I wasn't. Um, now though, they they marked they watch me every week, and I said out loud to my television, "What they they watch you beat up a guy at a diner? Like what? Like what? What are they watching? You're not wrestling on television. What are they watching?" Like it's like okay, fine. Um uh and then he's confronted um uh by um by Giovanni Vinci. Um because he, he he runs out a list of people that he'd love to fight in NXT, but he doesn't mention Giovanni Vinci. Fabian Eichner comes out and uh, in a suit and uh he, he cuts a decent little promo. Um and uh, and he says, How about next week? Let's have a like Apollo says right now, he's like, no, I'm, I'm wearing a suit. I'm not going to wrestle in a suit Um, next week. Let's do it next week. And this all sounds well and great. Because I think the match is going to be flames.
2: Yeah, how could it not be?
3: And yet, NXT is the kind of place where I think you, the booker, should be cognizant of wins and losses. I, I mean, I, I, any, every place should, but... Especially in this... It, it's This is not an old... You're trying to get over a new gimmick in Giovanni Vinci. Which right. I think is a lame-ass gimmick given to a phenomenal performer. Like, if he starts racking up losses, there's no way anybody takes him seriously. The only way that that we take him seriously is if he, if he wins like 10 matches in a row and gets to a, like a title shot. Um, and Apollo... Coming here, I think they have designs on him being a top top guy in NXT 2.0 for a while. Like as long as as Finn Balor was in NXT, they want when he came back, they want to do that with with Apollo Cruz. So it feels weird for him to ha- like in his first singles match since being in back in NXT to have him lose. Also feels bad. Like this is one of those those matches. I'd I'd love if either of those guys could afford to take a loss. And I don't think that's the case right now. And I also will not accept the cop-out of a non-finish because that's on you guys. Never should have booked the damn match if you didn't know how you were going to deal with which guy wins and which guy loses.
2: Alex, as your best friend, let me tell you how this is going to go. Okay.
3: Please help me.
2: It's gonna be six awesome minutes. Uh-huh. and then somebody go is going to cost Apollo Cruz the match. Uh-huh. And that'll be his next feud.
3: There you go. You're right.
2: That's what it'll be. Hey, you know what's fun about Apollo Cruz. What's that? A lot of things. Okay. but one thing is that he's just he's so strong. He is. He is. And I feel like you only get that strong when you're eating a lot of protein. And that's Probably. gonna start. From the second that you wake Mm. up in the morning, my best friend, Mm. that's got to start. You got to start your days with protein. And the thing is, like, you get tired of the old eggs. You know what I mean? If only there was some way Mm
0: -hmm.
2: for a delicious cereal treat to be full of protein.
0: Do you like cereal, but hate all the junk that's associated with it? Well, magicspoon.com slash fightful. Has you covered? Save $5 off your order when you get a custom bundle, custom box right now. Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs per serving. Only 140 calories per serving. Keto-friendly, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and gluten-free. And right now, you can build your own box. Not just right now, anytime, Blueberry, cinnamon, honey nut, maple waffle, cookies and cream, cocoa fruity, frosted peanut butter, all the flavors you loved growing up, and how about this, a money back guarantee. If for some reason you don't like it or you just want your money back, magicspoon.com slash fightful does that. Not only is it great in the mornings, it's great for a snack throughout the day, a midnight snack as well, without having all those carbs and unhealthy parts of cereal. magicspoon.com slash fightful.
2: There was a solution after all mm-hmm. oh. hey with all that money you're saving you know what you can do what's that you can go on over to fightfulselect.com and you can subscribe for the latest and the most breaking news in pro wrestling there was out of the blue kind of information about an ovw tv deal that was coming through lots of interesting oh. stuff on the old fightful select mm-hmm. so go ahead check it out it's five dollars plus you get even more content. Like, I don't know. Paywalled pay-per-view post shows with your best friends, Alex and Kate? Don't you wanna do you wanna be more sour as time goes on? Don't you want? We're for the ruckus too. Look at that. Look at that. Ah, ah. Don't you want? Don't you want to hang out? with me and Alex and Linder and Sheila after things like money in the bank, after things like forbidden door, when we get to talk about wrestling that we also like sometimes. So subscribe to Five select today. Yeah, do There's that. My sales pitch. It become our best.
3: You become our best friends. My um, friendship
2: costs $5, but the application fee is like 80.
3: Uh, um, okay. Um, anyway, uh, Hey, what's that over there? It says, I really hope Apollo is an NXT version of, uh, Denzel from the Equalizer movies. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think it wasn't those vignettes, but those vignettes appear to be over now. So I don't know what we were supposed to get out of those vignettes. But
2: I think he came after the last one went into creative and was like, guys, <laughs> Listen. Let me explain to you what I've been through. <laughs> uh,
3: and Roy Zhang says, I was waiting for the wonderful, but the wonderful never happened. And he put that in quotes. And I don't know. uh I don't know what that, what there's a reference to. You know
2: what's right. wonderful? What's this? My home fries at the diner.
3: Oh. That's just so
2: wonderful.
3: See, I can never get the home fries because I find that, that they're always either overcooked or undercooked.
2: You gotta ask for them well done at the diner,
3: but see, then they're, then they're overcooked.
2: Okay, but see, they're uh, overcooked on Thursdays. But if you go on Tuesdays,
3: well, see, Tuesdays Sundays, I have bridge. I have the bridge, and so I can't, I can't go on the on the Tuesdays unless I go in the morning, to the and then I'm gonna be heavy all day. And I don't want to do that. So
2: it's true. You are committed to the bridge.
3: I am committed to the, to the bridge
2: and our best friendship. <laughs> I don't
3: know what the what. What psychosis is, is that, that we live through us.
2: <laughs> gab is what we live through today. Yeah. So let's um, gab about it, girls.
3: Um, they interview Ivy Nile. And I really, I really think she should, um, I, I really love her on the ring. I really think she's not allowed to talk anymore.
2: Correct. Yeah. No,
3: <laughs> I mean, not only does she not great at it, but her voice is just all wrong for the persona that she creates. Um, and uh, it's just, it wasn't like, yeah. And then, and then she hears an argument going on over nearby. Um, and he, <laughs> and she she goes over and it's Tatum packs to being yelled at by the TikTok tag team. Remember that from last week? I do. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and she goes, hey, back off. And uh, then she says, hey, Tatum, if you're going to start things like this, you got to know how to finish it. Tomorrow, the dojo, 8 a.m., be there. Okay, I will. Um, and so now they're going to have become a tag team, and they're going to face the TikTok tag team, and maybe that's where the TikTok tag team uh, gets uh, loses that match and uh, that feud and gets called up to the main roster maybe.
2: So I'm going to need them to let me know how much best friends Tatum and Ivy are. But... Uh,
3: not yet. I think they're, they think they'll, be, they'll become best friends in the future.
2: Okay. Yeah. They're like in the acquaintance phase right now. And I understand that. Sure. Um, I feel like Ivy's probably actually like a lovely person and it doesn't work with how she is in the ring. So I'm going to need her not to talk. (laughs) I just need her... (laughs) <laughs> to be the little ass kicker. This is why we had Malcolm Bivens was just this reason. We yep. don't need to hear her talk. We need to see her go out and destroy people. Yeah. But I think she's actually probably really nice. And that kind of you got to keep the mystique there, you know?
3: Yeah. 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 Um. So that's. I mean, that's. It, it, it's always weird to have these kind of segments during what they what they say is a special event NXT episode. So, it's yeah. true. Um, hey, so if we, you
2: want to be our best friends, get in your super chats and your humper chats. Also. Yeah, do that. A
3: reminder. That. Just a reminder. Um, so, uh, what's his actual first name? Something Devlin. Jordan. Uh, Jordan Devlin. That's right. I was gonna say I was gonna say Jaden, and I'm like, no, that's not at all. That's definitely not his name. Um, Jordan Devlin, who is now J.D. McDonough has a vignette in where, where he's uh, working out, doing yoga, stretching while uh, wearing an ice mask on his face. And I'm like, "Are is, is he's just, it's just, it's just do, do it. Did somebody show Vince and Bruce American psycho this weekend? They were like, that'll be good. Let's do that for this guy. That'll be really intimidating. It's
2: like, Here, is he here's a guy insane? who
3: cares. There's, here's a guy who who's really into skincare and yoga. And oh, that'll intimidate I folks. I love
2: doing yoga. I was just getting Bane vibes from that whole thing. Um, it was very like, heavy for an eye mask. That's not the kind of eye mask that Linda would wear. No, no,
3: um, yeah. <laughs> Jim Fringle says, Our collective disorders are WWE itis, com- coupled with Wrestle Hollis's wrestle, wrestle holicism. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, with a t- with a tinge of best friend codependency, I'm not a doctor, so that's that's <laughs> good. That, that, thank you for letting us know. Um,
2: my friendship please. can be bought with super yeah. chats, humper chats, and fightful select subscriptions, and you can just cash at me at, at shoot name Kate.
3: Yeah, um, so, um, we'll see but more. Alex of him. Is my best Spo- friend, spoiler alert, we'll see more of Mr. Um, of uh, Mr. McDonough later, um, but we got Carmelo Hayes versus Grayson Waller. Carmelo Hayes got an awesome entrance. Uh, I think Trick Williams's introduction of Carmelo Hayes is the best thing that uh, Car- uh Crick Williams has done in, in WWE. Um, and uh, I, I, I liked it very much. Um, I have gotten to the point where I can no longer stand the sight of Grayson Waller. Like,
2: see, I thought this was a better match for him.
3: And the thing is, is I don't care. I can no longer be objective. I cannot watch. I cannot watch him exist. Like it's, I, 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 and and it's not even him so much. It's just the presentation of him has been so bad for now months for over half a year presentation has been they've dropped the ball so fervently with this dude that i can't stand the sight of him and 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 there's nothing he can do to 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 reclaim it i don't i don't care the the only thing that i that i loved that I actually that, that i saw that he did uh in this match that i really really enjoyed was his reaction when he goes out to do his ridiculous <laughs> listen to Buster hates him too. Buster
2: um, hates Grayson Wally. Yeah.
3: When when he goes out to do his ridiculous, I have to get out of the ring and go halfway up the ramp so I can do my finisher move. And then he starts to run back to the ring and Trick Williams gets in his way. Um, and then Wesley jumps Trick Williams from out of nowhere and starts beating him up. His reaction of like, all right, um, and then did it anyway was was great. That was great. It shows that he's actually, uh, at least some of the time, uh, a really talented performer who's been, who's been asked, I think to do this. Um, I am intentionally getting myself go away heat, um, that version of it. And I feel like he's doing it to the best of his ability without a whole lot of experience and no one's giving him any kind of guidance as to how to do it well. Um, And so I don't think a lot of it is his fault, but I've just, I've reached the point where I'm just kind of, just kind of done with him, especially with him, like getting big time matches instead of people that I want to see have big time matches. Like solo Sokoa should have had been in this spot. I'm sorry. He should have been 100% that you can't change my mind. There's at least a dozen guys. I'd rather see wrestle Carmelo Hayes for the North American title than Grayson Waller. And so if, Because, at least with Austin Theory, you understand the character gets preferential treatment. Because in canon, he's given preferential treatment by Vince McMahon. I don't know why Grayson Waller keeps getting big-time matches. That doesn't make any sense to me. So, yeah.
2: Um, That's kind of funny, because tonight was probably the most I've been able to care about Grayson Waller. But I understand, like, sometimes when the switch is off on a guy... You just, there's nothing that person can really do to get you invested. I thought Carmelo's promo before this match of special versus common was kind of what sold me on that. Like, I feel like he's a very, I feel like Grayson Waller is a very, I don't even want to say like how people use the term B plus player, but like the way things are right now, he feels like a very B, B minus player. Um, and I feel like Carmelo is really special. So the fact that they built this match around that idea, I thought was actually really good. And I think Grayson Waller kind of came out with not like a chip on his shoulder, or like something to prove necessarily, but the beginning of this match being like, there's anything you can do. I can do better kind of story. I felt like actually worked. I guess it felt like there was more of a story around this. Like I think Grayson Waller has been waffling more than people have realized, including myself up until this point of like, He was with Senga and he was dating Tiffany Stratton and he was Tinder guy, but then he was a serious athlete guy. Like it's not that the presentation has sucked. It's that it's been so splintered and misdirected in so many different ways that they haven't really settled into anything with him. And the fact that he can sell great in the ring is not enough for me to latch on to that guy then, right? So I don't think like at first it felt like diet MJF and then it switched to cool Tinder guy. And then it switched to guy that needed a bodyguard and Tiffany Stratton's boyfriend. And here. So like, there's been some of these little consistencies, but it's also been all over the place. So, um, and again, that's not necessarily super on him, but the templates that they're trying to put in people into, like they haven't really made his very clear and that doesn't help anything. So not great. Um, but tonight, I, I felt like in-ring-wise, and it's not a surprise because Carmelo, I think, is just outstanding and continues to show that he's main roster ready and be something really, really special. Like I, I feel like he pulled something better out of Grayson Waller tonight, but it seems like they're setting Grayson Waller up to be a guy who's supposed to be doing that to other people, and he is not even close to there yet. So um, I liked what I saw tonight what that's gonna mean in the greater context of things, which is where you get you lose things because to what end, right? Um it I don't think it's gonna mean much. Until Carmelo's entrance, I wasn't convinced that Grayson Waller wasn't gonna go over. Um and then I saw Carmelo's entrance and I was like, oh okay <laughs> Mello is saying you're champion.
3: Yeah. Um that's the thing about the people who, who say but you're supposed to hate him. He's doing his job. It's it um, such
2: go home heat. Buster left the room. That's how yeah. go home it is. Well,
3: what I'm saying is like there are there are uh, there are great heels that I don't uh, like, but I still will hang on their every word because they're really good at that part of it. Like like uh, not to compare, but MJF is is fantastic because. I want to know what he will say and do next. I don't give a damn what if Brace Waller even shows up for work. I don't care. Like that's the problem, is that it's like, yeah, this yeah. And yeah, and- I
2: think the difference to me, I've always put it like between go home heat and heel heat is go home heat elicits no reaction and maybe gets me mad at the company where he'll heat gets me mad at the the guy who's saying it, right? So like I couldn't wait to see Wardlow kick the shit out of MJF, right? right. That's where got truncated, but it got to that point. Um, Grayson Waller makes me either not care or I get mad at, at WWE. So it's not, and the same for Theory. We talked about that a little bit on the post show for for Money in the Bank. It's like, you're not getting heat on the character. You're making me hate the company and not give a shit about the character. Right. So to right. me, those are the distinctions.
3: Um, Jay Pringle says, was there no Gacy in the pajama boys tonight? They did a di- digital exclusive that lasted 25 seconds. Uh, I did not actually watch it, but it, it scrolled past on my Twitter feed and I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Just, we're just, yep. Good thing. We wasted all that time with Gacy taking up the champs time to like, not actually build Gacy coming off those losses toward anything. That's good. Cause I mean, if you're going to have a long feud, uh, where the challenger gets multiple shots of the champ, but loses both of them. The point of that is to build that challenger to something credible for then him to do other things afterwards, not for him to, like, not be around. That's just, that's that's the opposite of what you should be doing. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, there was a random ass QR card a QR code that said scan now. And I was like, I don't like doing these. I always feel like there's a very good chance something bad is going to happen. Um, but I was like, for science and also journalism purposes, I should probably scan this thing. And it, it gives you a link to click on. And it just says 8 colon 10 colon 11, which if I'm not mistaken, it's a timestamp. Um, and I, 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 don't know what the hell happened at eight ten eleven. Other than like, I don't know how long, how long, how long was the overrun of the show? Because if they're saying that the the big surprise happened at eight ten eleven, that's a weirdly really weird thing for like, hey, stick around for this. You're gonna want to see this thing. Like, no, 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 one really, really cares about
0: that. So
2: anything um august 10th of 2011 that that might be I mean, like the anniversary of some john cena shit probably or
3: maybe uh, i i don't know um may, maybe maybe we should ask axiom who is the repackaging of a kid um m- maybe uh maybe we maybe we should ask this guy who's Who's a who's a mathematician? Um. Uh. Um. There, they gave him a mathematician gimmick. This was um, like
2: not sexy porn accountant. The,
3: well, yeah, but <laughs> it was, but it was like, is, is he the guy from A Beautiful Mind? Is he Goodwill Hunting? Like, is like I always was gifted in, in math Rain and Man. physics, but then I decided that I was gonna beat everybody up. Uh, this is, uh, a, a, um, a, a, uh, a kid, uh, now being, um, uh, changed to Axiom.
2: You can call uh, him whatever you want. I still agree. It's dangerous that a kid is wrestling. dangerous in
3: the to have a kid. Yes, it's true. It's true. But maybe if he's very, um, uh, maybe if he's very smart, uh, here we go now i i had to look it up hold on let me get my glasses my other glasses both pairs of glasses hold on it says a statement or proposition which is regarded as being established accepted or self-evidently true you know oh wait in mathematics axiom means a statement or proposition on which an abstractly defined structure is based. Well, that just sounds like a whole bunch of gobbledygook to me. But I mean, uh, I suppose I, I suppose it's something to do with with uh, uh, mathematics.
2: I feel like they didn't even give a kid a chance.
3: No, they did not. He was there uh, for a couple of um qualifying matches for the for the ladder match for the North American title back at um uh, before mania and then he went away forever and he came back and and now he's he's the he, he's a math magician ooh says J.D. pringle he's the guy from numbers with a 3 in it remember that show numbers with a 3 in it
2: i feel like i do i don't think i ever watched it
3: Um, so yeah, Axiom is here. He'll, he'll, uh, he's going to be, uh, they'll they'll book him poorly. Ryan Sullivan says, um, in the name of an erect pool noodle, what kind of a name is Axiom? Well, I just described it to you, Ryan. It's, uh, it's, it's, they think, they think they're being clever.
2: Axiom is, um, the key ingredient in Bluetooth that cures your erect pool Noodle, so.
3: Mm-hmm. There you um, go. Zion Quinn got interviewed. Um, it's it's. I hated
2: like... this. How many are like oh, I'm so cool and I run this place gimmicks are we gonna have at this show? It seems like that's all anybody but, is.
3: But he's on like a several match losing streak. He's a yeah. That I, doesn't matter to he's them. A, he's a big he's a big, rough, tough, handsome dude. And, and I'm they... the future. Yeah, that's Um, everybody.
2: That's everyone on the show. Yeah, Um, I'm I am cool, and I am the future. And if you're JD McDonough, I wink while I have sunglasses on because I'm an idiot. You're either a porn accountant, a numbers whiz who does not dabble in porn, or you're Mr. Cool Guy. There's nothing else. So many cool guys
3: hold on hold on i
2: like my nerds around my wrestling thank you
3: so you're a kid and you get off to play and you say okay so i'm here permanently now what is my gimmick and they hand you a sheet of paper and all it says is you are a guy who who's who's a whiz in numbers and is does not dabble in porn and you say perfect? That sounds great.
2: I'm like a not sexy the Matrix. <laughs> I had to keep the sunglasses on because the, the prescription kind, and I paid good. I paid good money for these.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, a not sexy the Matrix is very very good. Yeah. Um yeah. that's him. Yeah. Um, Chase U has a segment uh, where uh, remember how uh, Bodhi and Thea, whatever her name is uh yeah our um roommates their co-ed roommates like my roommate doesn't sleep that's why i was falling asleep in class and then uh and then he says uh um and then she says we watched money in the bank 50 times we're best we says we're best friends no I don't think so. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure about all of this crap. Um, but apparently... Why gonna... would you
2: watch one pay-per-view 50 times to learn things? I, I, I Go watch don't... Eddie Guerrero. Go watch Bret Hart. Go watch Harley Race, you clowns.
3: Yeah. yeah. Um they uh, they're going to uh, the United Kingdom on a field trip, which feels like, I don't know. I don't, like, are we just ever, none of this makes sense. This man doesn't actually have a university that wasn't actually a dorm. So of course it it, 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 it does not exist within the realm of anything real. So of course, all of the students who go to chase you have the money to fly to England. And stay there for several days.
2: Well, if they're on full scholarships, they might have that money because mm-hmm. they're getting a free education.
3: Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so yeah. So I guess uh, <laughs> Chase U is going to go over to NXT UK and wrestle some matches. I think is what what that means. Um, NCB studying says abroad. Mm-hmm. NCB says Bruce always talks about his box of gimmicks axiom the magician blake christian is on uh twitter saying this was the gimmick they pitched to him uh uh and and then they fired him um so 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 they're recycling gimmicks they were going to give to somebody else there are Um, some
2: blake christian stands in this chat that i happen to know love that man and i'll tell you what he got a new look he's got a haircut he looks Mm -hmm. great He's on the indies, he's mm-hmm. kicking butt. I think he was on AEW Dark. He's great. God bless him for not taking on non-sexy do, matrix and do, trying to make it work. Do you he's know a smart what, man. what
3: what his last appearance on the show was? Do you remember? I do not. He was he was dating Cora Jade. And of course uh he was. and um I forget who it was, but a bunch of people jumped him backstage and beat the shit out of him. And he just, he curled up into a fetal position and didn't even fight fight back. And it wasn't like that's how they got rid of him off of the show. It was like some some other thing that they were doing besides that. Like, just people, they were being mean to random people. And one of them happened to be Blake Christian or whatever the hell his name was. Trey Baxter, I think, was actually his. his,
2: Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. He's so good.
3: And then, and then, then, and then, Poor Cora Jade lost her lost her boyfriend, and she had to wait so long for her best friend to show up.
2: Her best,
3: her best friend.
0: friend, like Christian's
2: fighting Moxley on the nineteenth. That's better. That's, That's better. better.
0: That's a better than
2: thing. I am a human computer yeah. man.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, Tom Lavalley says it's it's nineteen ninety. All wrestlers need a second job. Uh, it's just there's Duke the Dumpster Dro Josie. And Axiom, the mathematician. Mathematician.
2: Mathematician.
3: Okay. Oh, there you go. Baxter was attacked by Legato because Cora Jade was, was feuding with Electra Lopez at the time.
2: Buddy. That's why.
3: <laughs> um, there you go. Um, so we got uh, as 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 Luis insists upon calling them dem loafs," the for, for for formerly the walking loaves of white bread um uh versus roderick strong and uh and damon kemp uh and this uh was just a fat load of nothing to me like i didn't i didn't i mean it was a weird thing of like julius ha- like wanting to, to bark at at strong all the time kept getting him into trouble um brutus Stop doing cannonballs off the top rope onto one guy who is not going. The only way you can do that safely for yourself kills the other man you are jumping on. Like there's not, a, you can do that when there are three or more people there. But like, like he barely glanced off him. He just goes down full weight on his ankles and butt. That can't be good. Stop doing no. that.
2: Um, yeah, he needs to do it less frequently, too, because it is like a whoa move. But, he, like, if you're going to have specials every month, you can't pull that out every month. But um, I'm not in on Damon Kemp yet. This, this match did not do it for me. Roddy's great. The creeds are great. The titles didn't switch hands, which I was very scared they were going to. Um, I was just thankful that the booking went out here. I was really, really nervous that they were gonna implode Diamond Mind and have the title switch to Roddy and Damon Kemp. Um, but I was not I'm not in on on camp yet. I, I still gotta I think see more yep. from him. Um but the match was was really solid. I don't know, for some reason it didn't feel like the caliber that the creeds are maybe capable of um, in yeah. other matches that I've seen. Like it didn't yeah. fully click in for some reason. Whoops. I dropped a thing. It's fine. Yeah.
3: Um, I, I liked seeing, uh, I like seeing um, Julius tossing Roddy all over the place. Cause Roddy makes everybody look so great, but I think Damon Kemp's just not there yet. Which and, is okay, uh, by the way, and it's stable okay. of a not, bunch of people. He doesn't have to be yet. Yeah, like that's the thing is that he wouldn't have to be, except they put him on television, and so now he has to be. Right. That's the problem. Um, and this should have had so much more heat to it, but didn't. Like, like I didn't, I didn't feel like like these people hated each other. Like it was the implosion of, like I don't. Yeah, the tension wasn't there. There was no tension there, so it was like I, I didn't, I didn't know. I don't know whatever um it wasn't uh,
2: like gabbing, you know
3: no there was not there wasn't a lot of uh the bash at this didn't uh, there was not it, a lot of great or bashing in this American no. match um uh Kemp gets pinned after the unnecessary clothesline, and that's it that's the whole thing um so great
2: I feel like the clotheslines are necessary. You yeah. got to put a button on. You got to be sure that you're going to secure that victory. And a big-ass clothesline
3: mm-hmm.
2: does that. Um, uh, yeah, yeah
3: Greg, Carter, that. Greg Carter II says, Dem Loaves, reach for the aisle, boy. <laughs> um, Good. Uh,
2: we also got a donation from Isaiah in a chat that I think we weren't able to read. So if you have something else that you want to say, you can put... Yeah. A bunch of stars around it, and Louise will take care of it.
3: Yes. But thank you Um, for for the money. Yes. Uh, Scotty Bosox says, WWE filed for the Tradium Axiom on October 8th of last year. Someone must have heard the word and fallen in love with it. A kid comes along well. What gimmicks are on the list? Axiom. That works. Perfect. You're now Kid Axiom. Then we'll get rid of the kid. And uh, then we'll get rid of the A. So it must be film.
2: You know what's really lame about that is like they had him go out and say that like he had this really strong math and physics background.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So like did did like Christian also, you know what I mean? Like let yeah, something I mean, yeah. be authentic no. or genuine here.
3: Yeah, no, they can't. Um, I am LaLucha says, why would you name a wrestler after a body spray?
2: <laughs>
3: axiom body spray oh, god.
2: oh i live in jersey the flashbacks to college frat
3: houses oh god no. <laughs> um uh so then solo Sokoa walks up on Vern wigner um and i here's the thing that i will always say to sophia cromwell i will always quote the office space meme what is it exactly you'd say you do here?
2: What would you say <laughs> you
3: do here? I I don't know what purpose she serves other than to be leggy and beautiful. Like I don't understand. Like I guess that's which is great. That, Can we get a picture of her in the corner somewhere? That's a, that, I guess that's an, that's enough. Um, here we go. I start talking about the leggy beautiful one. And we get some we friggin' get porn bots, porn coming bots in. in the site, naked. I love it says naked HD fun, best adult dating site. Yeah, well, you know. In their know
2: defense, they're like NIC 2.0. They had a direct pool noodle. We're gonna we're gonna mm-hmm. hit our target yeah. audience. Too. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, but Solo Sokoa says I don't even know what the hell you what 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 are you doing? What what is your whole deal, Von Wagner? Von I think Wagner that's says, what we're
2: all wondering. Solo is a man of let, the people.
3: Let's fight. So they're going to have a fight next week. Solo Sakoa versus uh, Vern Wigner. And I swear to God in heaven, if you book Von Wagner over my boy Blonde Uso, I am going to be so angry. So angry.
2: Well, I think they're going to, because I think Solo is... Yeah, I guess... Which you can read about on FightfulSelect.com.
3: Yeah, I, 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 I mean...
2: Here's the thing. There's three people involved in the Von uh-huh. Wagner picture, and I don't know what any of them are doing. <laughs>
3: not a one. Nope, not, not any of them. Sto- not any of them.
2: Nope. No idea. No. Who, I'm sorry. Mr. Stone, yeah, who's around to manage losers and make matches that don't mean anything. And then Sophia, the pointer... Is there to point and <laughs> be pretty? Yeah. And then Von Wagner, I don't even know what that guy is.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, Silasakoa um, speaks for us.
3: Yeah. He's he's great. Uh, as I said, I think on another episode that you were on, maybe on Monday, Sunday, Saturday, I don't know when we talked about this. We've,
2: we've hung out. We, a we, lot we, we've done, we've days. done,
3: we, we're best friends, so we <laughs> talk a lot on camera. We are um, best friends.
2: Friends, so, Alex, remember those times that we were talking on camera together? Yes. Memories.
3: Oh, that was so bad. Oh, that anyway, was so fun. Um. So, uh, I I said I have no con. I I like listen. Call up Solo Sokoa yesterday. Put him with his with his uh, with his cousin and his brothers and 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 just like. Ro- like increase the whole thing, the the, the the increase the what do they call it? The footprint of, uh, of the bloodline. I I love it. Let's do that. Here's the thing: I have no confidence in this company to not just call him up to Raw and have him never mention the fact that he's related to the Usos at all. Like they're they they would absolutely do that because they're so incompetent at what they do. They so that's, would. that's what I'm worried about.
2: But because he would be involved in the one story they care about, I have faith. Yeah. Um, because Isaiah, we couldn't read his last chat, he asks, who yes. would we swap from NXT and AEW? Carmelo for Dante? Melo versus Scorpio and Dante versus Ricochet and Gunther? Oh my gosh, who would you trade?
3: Who would I trade from NXT 2.0 Yes to AEW? Um... Uh... That's a good shout. I mean, Carmelo would be great over there. Uh, Wes Lee would be great over there because I know they'd actually let him oh. wrestle and not not rely on. Oh, he's too small to win matches. Um,
2: I would say probably Von Wagner for CM Punk.
3: Yeah, no, it's true. As far as far as like that who I would to say, who I would trade for him, um, uh, there are people who are over there that I think would have a much higher ceiling in personal ceiling in NXT 2.0. Like I know he was actually already in NXT at one point, but I think Nick Komaroto, the current version of him would, would be used at a much higher rate uh, uh, in doing better things in NXT 2.0 than he would in AEW. That's a good
2: show.
3: And I really enjoy his work. I just don't know. Like there's, They don't don't book a guy to be a monster who wins matches and squashes people just because he's big in AEW, which I appreciate. However, I think that also can stand in the way of the personal growth of certain guys who are used to that, you know, way that that works normally. So,
2: I would say I want Saray in AEW. Yeah. And I would get who would I ship out? Who would I send? To, who who would be better in something like an NXT? Abaddon. Ab- that's a perfect call.
3: Ab Abad- that's Ab- a I, like, perfect call. Abaddon would would be like that's Abaddon it. and Wendy Chew in a forever feud. Yep, <laughs> and then they forever. become, and then they become. Best friends because the only one who understands Abaddon is Wendy Chu. Perfect. Book be it.
2: Very very fun. I Good call. It. Anyway, back to the show we watched.
3: Um <laughs> uh say what's that over there it says so they wasted Johnny's last appearance on Grayson just to not do anything with him later. Yeah. Yes, yes. They they I thought it was a terrible a terrible choice to give that rub to Grayson Waller at the time I thought it was a dumb idea to do it and as time has gone on since then I've only been proven more and more right
2: but part of that's
3: their own damn fault oh like, of course no, I no, didn't I, like that either and but they just didn't do it because because I was it. like I was like well they must have big plans for Grayson Waller that's why I thought At the time, Grayson Waller was going to be the guy to dethrone Braun Breaker sooner rather than
4: later. Braun Breaker might be called up by Royal Rumble, I thought,
3: because obviously they're probably going to strap a rocket to Grayson Waller because why would you waste the rub of being the guy to jump Johnny Johnny. friggin' wrestling out of NXT on Grayson Waller unless you had an ironclad plan in place? Oops! Wait! Whoops! That's on me. I should have remembered. They never have anything resembling an. I. They don't have an aluminum foil clad plan in place an for aluminum anybody.
2: Foil clad. I am stealing that <laughs> aluminum <laughs> foil clad. Perfect. Not uh, like our friendship, which is ironclad because we're best
3: friends. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's that over there? It says hook for two dimes.
2: No, but Tony D for two dimes because you've got a meme versus meme, you know. Yeah.
3: Oh, hook, for, hook for hook for hook for Tony D. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Oh, what did I say? Two dimes for. You, said Tony, you D? said
3: Tony D for two dimes, which would be weird. Um, yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, hey, Braun Breaker had a title match versus Cameron Grimes. There was a, oh, was a couple of vignette, little vignettes, little little scenes where Braun Breaker's trying to do the little i'm gonna I'm gonna work out by stretching this weird band thing I'm gonna stretch stretchy uh but on oh, my shoulder and camera and camera was like hey, how's the shoulder champ? It's okay It's doing good oh, good cause I hope you will know I'm gonna do everything I possibly can to walk you out of here uh, a champion uh, and I was like, so the very first thing I'm gonna do the entire match is gonna be built around me trying to get you in a cross face like You're way stronger than I am, but I'm just going to keep on doing the same thing to you over and over again. It's really going to bog down the entire match, but there'll be a story involved. It's just not going to be nearly as good of a match as we could have had if we didn't overly rely on this injury angle. And Braun's like, yeah, I get it. I was there in the meeting too when they told us that we couldn't have a really good match. We were only allowed to have this one type of match. Um, And then also uh, we were in the same meeting, when they told us we were not, we were only gonna get one of these. Like, remember how I had uh, a feud that lasted way too long with Joe Gacy? Well, you, an infinitely better character and wrestler, are going to only get one chance at this, and then I'm gonna be moved on to somebody else the fans also hate. So anyway, thanks for coming in to say hello. Um that was that was the extended version of the scene. That's on the DVD right. extras of of the game. Director's cut. Yeah, director's cut. Um I really wish I'd been able to see Cameron Grimes and um and Braun Breaker wrestle a full match. Like with everything that that was given to them, like okay, we're both 100%, we're not running an ing- injury angle coming into the match. I just want to see these guys wrestle. And I don't, I don't ever get to see it. And I, I, I just want to see these guys wrestle. That's when I always, when I always say, okay, I want to see a match from these two guys in WWE. I have to add caveats. I have to tell them when I, when I, when I'm fantasy booking things, when I'm requesting, when I'm pleading to get matches. I'm like, when
2: it's a dream match, right? I want them to wrestle the match.
3: I want them to wrestle the match. None of your bullshit. There's got to be an actual finish. Um also I have to I have to I have to be sure to tell them how long I want the match to be. You know what I mean? I also have to tell them, okay, hey, the middle quor- the middle quarter of the match cannot be taken up by a rest hold the entire time. Right. Like like they they've they've given us, straight up given us Tommaso Ciampa versus AJ Styles on Raw. But it, it ain't the match I want, not even close. They had they had Mustafa Ali versus Tommaso Ciampa. Was that a match that I wanted? Yes. Was it the match that was it the match that I wanted that they gave me? No. They don't know how to do that, Kate. They have Cameron Grimes, who's who is a ridiculously talented wrestler for uh, for as young as he is, who is basically a ring general at this point, and Braun Breaker, who's who's just a sponge, and he could do whatever they want with him. And they're like, we're going to hamper you for the entire match. I just I just want to see guys wrestle.
2: Yeah. And, like, this was Gab, right? So this should have felt big and important. And it should have been not, like, a blow-off, because th- that's just not what the feud has been. But, like, it should have been the, like, all the shits on the line tonight kind of feel for your uh-huh. main event. And it just wasn't – it just didn't – didn't get the the time and respect that it probably deserved um and i was really really looking forward to this too because they're two to the best that we've got in nxt 2.0 and it kind of like the tag match it just didn't it didn't live up to its full potential because of booking decisions and um like kind of last minute storytelling stuff like yep. it makes no sense. There's plenty of ways to isolate a shoulder. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a cross face 87 times. That's boring. Um. Yeah, it was just kind of. Uh, I I was hoping that we we're gonna run it back a few times, but like this is what I would like to see. Like I would like to see Grimes' break occur yeah. too. Yeah. To to two. You know.
0: Yes.
3: Um. Orion Ben says, "Grimes, I could see holding back all during this. Yeah. Yeah. It
2: was. It was." It was kind of like I was waiting for him to, like, unleash and it just never happened.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Anyway, uh, Braun kicked out of a cave in, which I don't think we've seen a lot of. Maybe once before. Maybe this might have been entirely protected until tonight. Um, And then Grimes went up to the top rope to do a top rope cave in. Uh, But Braun speared him out of the air. For the victory,
2: which that spot was cool. That spot was say, cool.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it was going to be a top rope cave in. It ended up being a jumping nothing. Like, like Braun was way too far away for him to do a cave in on Braun. Um, so, which is like, I'm going to jump yeah. off the top rope and let you do something to me. Um, but yeah, whatever. Uh, it was a really cool spot. Fine. Um, after the match, um, we we got. Uh we got JD McDonough coming out and attacking Braun from behind and doing his weird like pick you up from the ground into a, a, a backdrop suplex thing through a table that was covered in patriotic stuff. And that's that's it. So we're getting JD McDonough versus um versus Braun Brecker, probably at SummerSlam and um i don't uh don't want to see that
2: i want to see it in ring i don't trust that they'll pull a the story up. Right.
3: i mean I'm, i i i i've i think I, I i i don't know jordan devlin has never been my cup of tea like not not once not ever never never been like that guy's got it and everyone's like, "Oh my god, that guy's got it!" And I'm like, "Really? Explain it to me. Like, you don't see it? Like, no, I don't. So, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I just feel. Yeah, like but that don't...
2: was Jordan Devlin. This is J D. McDonough. Right. He winks with I, his sunglasses on. Yeah,
3: I forgot. You're right. Um, the it's, it's all the nice. It, it's it's the it's the ice pack on his face that confuses. Yeah,
2: me. he's got great skin. Who doesn't? He's um.
3: He, I, he feels like he's a derivative, of a lot of other things. That I've seen before that do it better than he ever could. He feels like a, yeah, that's, I can I feel, see that. I feel like I've seen him before in better packages that still exist elsewhere and could be doing this instead of him. That's, just I my feel
2: like before. the matches I have seen, his best ones have been against bigger dudes though. Yeah. So I'll take it. Like, I'll sign up for them. Look, compared right. to some of the other options that are floating yeah. around, I'll yeah, take
3: it. Yeah, that's true. Last um, call
2: for Super Chats, Humper Chats
3: yeah we're gonna read some of these things um uh, best
2: friend application
3: jw pringle says uh audios sleepy dragon lady we hardly knew you yeah well if yeah we'll see we'll see where we go with her um i don't think she's getting an imminent call up um but yeah we'll see uh jb pringle says alex when in grad school did you get your doctorate in thugonomics?" apologies i'll show myself out um uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get a PhD. I, I thought about going back, but I didn't. But I was gonna. I was gonna get it, my, my do my dis- dissertation in thugonomics. Um, Matthew Plus. The, here's the two sides of Matthew Plus. The first side. Here's a shout out to Caden from the SGS. Stay strong, which is huh. nice.
2: That's very sweet.
3: Yeah. Here's I always the other
1: side.
3: Here's the other side. Matthew Plus says Katie looks like the fugly half elf. Who left Rivendell after getting bullied by all the pretty and cool half-elves who put out. And Al is the only person alive who looks exactly the same each and every time we see him. First of all, you're a Lord of the Rings nerd. Second of all, I am nothing if not consistent. Nerd. Um, I'm really
2: pretty funny and
3: smart. So. Oh my, oh, oh, please tell me this is, please tell me you're lying. Queen Monet, please tell me you're lying. I wonder if Grimes is joining Judgment Day because he just did a post-match interview. Blocked. And then there was suddenly purple lights.
2: Blocked. Uh. Blocked, Queen Monet 05. You're blocked from the channel because no. I'm sure that's true. And you also, your pictures, you look really pretty in it. But you're blocked because you, no. you brought that to my no. attention. No. no, thank you.
4: No.
3: Okay. Um. So, uh, Thomas Lavalley says, "Let's talk about Matt Menard's promo masterclass. He's got so passionate that he started bleeding again. Set him up one on one with Eddie, and then give them I don't know, like half an hour on the mic every week to think." WWE fired this guy, and then Jake Salazar says WWE shat the bed with Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Ange. Shotkey29 said. Didn't watch NXT, but you know what I did watch? Daddy F and Magic. Holy hell, that was one of the best promos of the year. Can we talk about that? Um, We can talk about it. Matt Menard is um, far too talented to be playing fourth fiddle to Chris Jericho every week. Like, if he was literally his second in command, that's fine, but he's not. He's not treated that way. He Like, he's... he's, now, Now that Sammy Guevara's in the group, forget about it. But Danny Garcia absolutely was is looked at as, as higher on the totem pole. And even Jake Hager is still like the, the muscle of the group. Like he's only above Ange Parker, and that's it. Like that's not okay. Like that guy's that guy's way better than this. Like, split him off of but the thing about it is they're never gonna do this. But I loved what I love about the promo is he seemed like he almost he almost realized what he should be doing. He's saying, Fuck you to Chris Jericho. Like He's like, no, no, I'm, I have to be loyal to him. I have, that's what loyalty is all about, is doing all this stuff. You missed your kid's first steps because Chris Jericho needed, your, needed you as backup in his feud with Eddie Kingston. Because he's too much of a pussy to handle his own shit by himself. You need to drop that dude like a bad habit and go move on with your life because you're better than that, Matt Menard.
0: That's what I'm
2: saying. So I really don't like Sammy being back. It feels like when it was just Hagar, that's one thing, but this is like a inner circle 2.0. And I I don't, I have trust issues with 2.0s. So I can't imagine why, um, but I'll say this. Like characters that are able to, this is why I love Stokely so much. Like characters that are able to be comedic, but still have it grounded in the story and still progressing the story rather than like a two-note comedic character, which we're presented so much of on NXT, um, when they do a serious thing like Menard did, and he's done a couple of these, I'm glad this one's getting a little more attention, it doesn't feel like a huge left turn from that character because they're still always in the world, even when they're being funny, are still in the world and still in the stories that they've been put in. It's not like I do this two-dimensional gimmicky thing and run. So that's the beauty of, of someone like Menard in my opinion is he can come out here and say however many weeks he's been a part of Chris Jericho's been the biggest entertainer or whatever on our screen and all that stuff but like because he's always in the world that he's set to operate in when he does something like this it is eye catching but it's not like this feels like a completely different guy so that just like I think is a really difficult balance to strike in wrestling I love Danhausen to death. I don't think Danhausen can do a super serious promo and it still feel like Danhausen. I love characters like Bernard for for that reason especially. But promo is awesome. He had one a couple weeks back that was great where he was also covered in blood. That's worth checking out. Um, really, really, really solid stuff. And I I like Jericho Appreciation Society. I just don't like that Sammy made it Inner Circle 2.0 unless they're gonna break it up, like you said. Yeah.
3: Um. So, uh, <laughs> Luis checked, and yes, everything uh, sucks because the purple lights are there. So, that's what we're doing now with Cameron Grimes. He's, uh, he's, get, he's immediately ruined on the main roster by joining that friggin' thing. Um, uh, hey, what's that over there? Says, Gacy for word load during Gacy's hunt for the title. What are you talking? No! No, don't don't do that, unless you're gonna have Joe Gacy be his old self and be just this brawler, bruiser, deathmatch guy. This I don't is the say-
2: first time I've ever had to say this about him, but what is that over there? Because it's not a very good idea.
3: Yeah. Um, Rebay says, should TK pull the pay the full rights and the name of War Games off of WWE and give it its own pay per view, considering. Uh, WWE's war games are too watered down and not the traditional Dusty roads war games that Blood and Guts are actually the real war games matches. Yes. However, they're never going to sell it to him. No so way. There's not a chance in hell they're getting any of that shit. No chance. Yeah, no chance. Because um, Tony
2: Khan and Vince McMahon are not best friends, just yeah. to clarify.
3: Yeah. Not Michael Dammit clarifying that we should be double specs in the bangs. It's true specs. There you
2: go. But Linder and Sheila are.
3: Oh, Wardlow versus Braun instead of. Um,
2: oh, that would be cool.
3: I mean, it would, be, it would be. We say a clash of styles makes matches. That's just like the, the two versions of themselves. Uh, yeah, but I, sometimes I'm,
2: that's fun too. That is When it's big, meaty men slap it meat, it's they, fun. Yes, Yeah, it's true.
3: Um, Jim Pringle says, just want to say you two and the SGS are the best. What a great group of misfits we have here. Much love. Thank you so much. You're the best. Um, thank you so much. Um, so uh,
2: we don't watch NXT because we love it. It's because yeah. we love you guys. So.
3: Um, Aaron H says thank you, Tim, Kayla. You two do a lot, and I never mind saying it. This will be a two-parter of humper chats. I would love to see Alex's Vanya. There we go. And I and I can't help but think this is how Mustafa Ali feels about Vinnie Mac. Yeah, that is true. That Vanya, that Vanya quote was yes, that's true. Um. Uh, Mark Quill says, enough is enough. I've had it with these monkey-finding porn bots on this Monday to Friday stream. Good night, Kate and Alex. Good night, Mark Quill.
2: Good night, Um, Mark. Nice to see you.
3: Yeah. So, uh, Ryan Sullivan starts us off with a jukebox, uh, says, I've decided Linda and Sheila need to do an off-Broadway show in the style of, oh, hello, with Nick Kroll and John Mulaney, which which was... uh, which was fun, uh, and then he says, "Also, was it an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini that she wore for the first time today?" Today? Well, no, now I gotta, now I gotta put on my glasses, so I go. She, wore <clears throat> she wore an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini that she wore for the first time today across and the in-
2: Oregon Trail.
3: Yes, across the Oregon Trail. That's true. Hold on, let me see here. I want to see the whole. I want to get the whole thing. Is it really good? Okay, it's I, it's, it's uh, itsy bitsy teeny. There we go. Uh, you know
2: what else? Bitsy bitsy was that spider that went up the water spout.
3: Yeah, here we go. There we go. Um, <clears throat> uh, she was afraid to come out of the locker. She was as nervous as she could be. She was afraid to come out of the locker. She was afraid that somebody would see. Uh, two, three, four, tell the people what she wore. It was then itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, yellow polka dot bikini, blah, blah, blah. Uh, two, three, four, stick around. We'll tell you more. She was afraid to come out in the open. And so a blanket around her she wore. She was afraid to come out in the open. And so she sat, bundled up on the shore, blah, 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 blah. blah. It was an itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, blah, blah, blah. Um, My
2: dad was just talking about how dumb the show was today, or yes. that song was today. Yes,
3: and the show. Now she's afraid to come out of the water, and I wonder what she's gonna do. Now she's afraid to come out of the water, and the poor little girl's turning blue. It was an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow.
2: Did she die? Cause she was scared.
3: Yeah, she, she That's had sad. She, hypothermia. It was so. It was terrible. No, it was seems
2: so preventable.
3: Yes, I just I, one I person went,
2: run down there with a towel, scoop her up, get her I, away. From I went scared.
3: to school with her cousin, and it was it was a tragedy. We all we went to the funeral. She died of hypothermia because because she, she bought a, a, a bathing suit that was two sizes too small for her. It's so sad. It's so sad. Taken taken far too soon. And I don't know why they made a song about it. Made it made it seem all cheery. A, a woman I think died. it was a tribute. It was a tribute to her life. Listen, it it was not sung as a tribute, obviously. It was a whole like, you know, whatever. 234. Um <laughs> 234. Um <laughs> so uh, <laughs> um uh, Nathan Frazier we have two of these from Nathan Fraser. Yes. um, the best friend song by Harry Neil Harry Nielsen. Um, hold on. Um, I uh, okay. See, so, like we'll have to see here. Like, um, yeah, blah, blah blah blah. No, that's that's a different person. That's a different. No, 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 not not by this. Not by this group. Um, Sorry.
2: Apologies to Sean for going over. Whatever. Delayed, but I pull you, audio now, so, get, audio
3: now it. so get over You it.
2: don't even show up Fridays. Is, like, is, I got no empathy for you, man.
4: Um, uh, uh, people let me tell you about my best friend. He's a warm-hearted person who love you till the end. People let me tell you about my best friend. He's one boy, cuddly toy, my up, my down, my pride and joy. People let me tell you about him. He's so much fun, whether we're talking man-to-man oh. Whether we're talking son to son. Because he's my best friend. Yay, my best friend. It bobs your uncle. Yeah.
2: You I love it so much because of the face that goes with it.
4: Because <laughs> well, he face
2: has that, not right. that sad golden retriever dopiness about him. That Yeah.
3: Um, so now... Uh, uh, someone else has, has requested... Um, NCB says, uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, Summertime, as sung by Nathan Frazier.
2: I love you guys.
3: Here
4: it is. The groove slightly transformed. Just a bit of a break from the norm. Just a little something to break all the monotony. All that hardcore dance that's got to be a little out of control. It's cool to dance. But what about the groove that soothes and removes romance? Give me a soft, subtle mix. And if it ain't broke, then don't try to fix it. And think for the summers have passed. Adjust the bass and let the alpine blast. And pop in my CD, and Let me run a rhyme. And put your car on cruise and lay back. Because this is summertime. Summer, summer, summertime. Time to sit back and unwind. And Bob's your uncle.
3: <laughs> Apparently I need to have a, a thing at the end. I don't know why I do this to myself. All right, one more. Tom Lavalley says, "Okay, this has to happen tonight." Then, please have Linder sing "Leggy Blonde" by Flight of the Concords.
2: What's wrong with leggy blondes? I
3: don't. I don't. Uh-huh. Here we go. I I I I do love the Concords.
2: Oh, they're I, always flying.
3: They, they 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 do that, you know. Uh, okay, let, 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 let
2: while you pull that up. I will just address this. Yes. Saying we would oh basically, would you guys ever consider watching Boy Meets World on our TV review show? Get the flick out of here on uh-huh. the know your news network, because it was way ahead of its time. We don't do like good stuff so much as weird, funny, obtuse, um, But maybe, maybe there'll be like a a flashback of some sort. But today we're doing Team America right after this.
3: Yeah, perhaps. So here we go. Um, So here we go. Every day I look across the office floor. There you were, your hair down to your legs and your legs down to the floor. Well, that's usually where they are. Leggy blonde, goodbye, goodbye. Now that you are gone, I'll never see here for tech repair. I wish you knew how much I loved your legs and your hair. Leggy blonde, goodbye, goodbye. Leggy leggy, leggy leggy, leggy leggy, leggy leggy, leggy leggy, leggy leggy, blondie blondie, blondie blondie, blondie blondie. Blondie blondie, 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 leggy blonde. Goodbye, goodbye. Ah, Kylie says, hope you all doing well. I had an edible about 10 minutes ago.
2: Honey, you gotta take it before the NXT. I
3: hope you I hope it treats you well. All right, everybody. Now I hope Sean's doesn't, doesn't isn't too upset, but we did we did get five dollars here at the end, so that kind of pays for the extra. We minutes. did,
2: we did. Anybody, and anyways. I pull, I pull the audio nowadays, yeah. and he doesn't show up on the Fridays anymore. He so. he,
3: he, listen, he didn't even show up on the Monday night.
2: <sighs> he didn't. Night, You're right.
3: He took the You're night off.
2: Right. He, he barely even
3: works anymore. They're, they, I they're just feeding him scoops. He doesn't have to go and chase the leads. They're like, hey. You want a scoop and they just give it to him. No,
2: he sits back like a fat cat. Just relaxing in his chair, doing his hair. You guys don't know how much he does his hair before he goes oh, on air. That sounded just... like a that sounded like a cat in the hat book. It's a lot of hair before that.
3: Uh... Hey,
2: you guys are awesome. Thanks for being our best friends.
3: Yes. Um, yeah. Anyway, you you'll the next time you can see us is on Thursday. We'll be talking about Team America, World Police, a, a, a movie that I think a lot of younger people do not even know exists, but it oh, is so a classic. Anyway, hang out with us there on Thursday. Uh, also, you know, other things. But yeah. uh, but until then, uh, keep cool, Gabagools.
2: ghouls. Gab.
1: Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems.